0: oh my god we both have the same thought get it out of your system (laughs) is there
1: a more iconic non-zelda uh no no better i'll put it this way because i'm just I, yeah. like there's there's a bunch of iconic nintendo songs but is there a more iconic like dude bro soundtrack like true like <laughs> you know what i mean triple a like uh uh the turn of the millennium style games where they're like they're gonna be big movies and the song soundtracks
0: sound like movie scores like they're is there big any movie soundtracks yeah. on these dumb little games for bros <laughs> big the movie soundtracks are coming down to your dumb boy game. it reminds me
1: it reminds me of when i realized that uh the avengers actually does have like a noteworthy song in it like i thought no i thought if does you ask it? apparently i mean when like when end game kicks in and there's like but that's it um yeah but man sometimes scores um are just loud huh and that's enough to
0: make it iconic it's a bro dude sound and i feel like you can do that you can go to any fr- fraternity mm-hmm. across um i almost said across this great land up across this crummy pl- like <laughs> place that we've ruined the collectively swamp. yeah the swamp this backwards is swamp yeah yeah the only and the only good thing is video games right. um you can go to any frat bar anywhere and just start humming the halo tune and And then you get the whole bar. (laughs) You just walk in, into any frat bar and you just go. (laughs) That is awful. That's the worst.
1: That's the worst thing, Hunter. We found it. Let's go. I'm Matt Martins. I'm Hunter Donaldson, and this is the definitive ranking of all video games ever, one
0: week at a time.
1: No more game yeah. We're done. We we how how long do we keep saying that part of the bit? Is that always going to be part of the intro? No, no, no. It? That
0: won't. That that yeah. No, it's graduated now. Yeah. It's just yeah. It's a listicle, nonstop every week. We never ever stop the show, um, <laughs> and it never gets old. Even yeah. when we're in the fifties, even in and the, the hundreds. Someday, like, yeah, and I want, I, this is a fun little update. We still do not have a plan yeah. for what the show does once there are too many games in the list right. Right. to talk about all of them well, the, every week. The ranking like, there's section. There's no
1: plan. Right. The ranking section will, will become very I think interesting because we will, st- I think we're going to be forced into defining tiers of our ranking. Just oh so just so at the start of a conversation, we can go, so this is what tier four or tier five. And that yeah, it, yeah. to at least narrow things down so that we're it'll, not like, all oh, right, let's start with game 70. No, is it better than
0: game 78? Like <laughs> you're entirely right. It's going to be about what tens group, yeah, right? <laughs> we start with, you know, it'll be like, I think we should start talking about this in the eighties and yeah, see how far we go. Right. Right. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, like (laughs) (laughs) the logic uh, is already uh, falling apart. But this week, uh, we're going to talk about Halo Combat Evolved gun game.
1: So this one's for the original Xbox. It is a first person shooter and it is the the classic modernization of modernization per- i know of first person shooters on console right this is that's that is the defining characteristic of halo is it changed console first person shooters for the future
0: yeah it looked at games like doom and quake and half-life and unreal and said i can do that with a controller Yep. and it won't i mean some people say it won't be quite as good i think it's fine yeah that's my that but, but <laughs> quick the, take <laughs> The cultural landscape overall looked at this first-person shooter where that you play with a controller and actually said yes. That is not a controversial statement. You might have your own specific yeah. taste, sure. but overall the zeitgeist said yes, I want to play a first-person right. shooter with a controller, well, and, and this was the this, first
1: real good one. Yeah, before this, they didn't feel good. I mean, the most noteworthy thing before this is like, goldeneye and you go back to play goldeneye yeah. now and it's it, off it's awful it is not no fun goldeneye
0: game. feels good it uh, actually feels good to play okay um i like here's what i want i want a new game where they go back to goldeneye sure. and they're like what if this had been the standard yeah you know for all first person shooters and then kind of go from there because i don't like moving while shooting <laughs> i want to move and then shoot stop <laughs> yeah and then kind of, in my head, pull up a little chessboard, a little tactics <laughs> menu, and think, do I shoot or what? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then maybe I move a little more, and then that completely ruins my aim, you know? And then but they then, just, put, yeah.
1: arbitrarily, they put in one character that's shorter than the others, and don't give you a way to aim up or down. They just, <laughs> <laughs> that's just a mechanic. No, you can
0: aim up and down. You well, <laughs> can, you, you can gotta press... stop,
1: hold R, and <laughs> that's then what I'm go saying. down. <laughs> yeah. That's
0: the only way I ever shot in that game. I never <laughs> shot from the hip. I always yeah. just stopped and was like... Hold still, you. <laughs> that was my entire style. So that's the world my. we were
1: coming from when Halo entered the scene. This was a yeah. launch title for Microsoft's console, Microsoft's first console, their foray into doing the moon games. Yeah, uh, and Halo was the flagship, and is why right. why the reason why Master Chief is basically Microsoft's Mickey Mouse or
0: Mario. <laughs> yeah, sure, sure, sure. It, it, it helped launch. Uh, well, I mean, I wouldn't say it helped. It actually it did the whole lifting yeah, of right. launching the Xbox. Right. Um, when I bought the Xbox, you only bought it to play this game. Now there were lots of other really good Xbox games. That's not necessarily sure. my opinion, but that's what, how people felt. They were just like, buy the Xbox because you can play Halo on it. Um, and you know what? I want to say something real quick because this isn't going to come up, you know, that often. Um, I don't like the name Xbox. Sure. Uh, oh it's yeah. It's the worst. Sure. Worst of all, the
1: names. Well, especially um, at the time, right? Because this was yeah. th- this is when we're talking. You had your GameCube, your Xbox, and your oh PlayStation, God. and grandmas across the world couldn't keep up. <laughs> we 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 ruined any chance they had. Three was, just synonyms yeah. across the board. It's uh-huh, the X uh-huh. Station? No, it's the PlayBox. No, 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 the it's it's game It's station. a, ga- a GameStation.
0: Oh God, just you're talking about up. the PlayCube, right? <laughs> so i got the x cube (laughs) yeah not 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 a great name they've had to stick with it because that's how it works in marketing you just make a bad choice and then they have to live with it forever (laughs) um they can't just like change the name i guess for some reason unless you're nintendo unless you're nintendo nintendo
1: gets to do whatever they want and everyone else just has to slap numbers playstation at least does it in a normal way and xbox is like xbox and then 360 and then back
0: to one and then we'll (laughs) add letters um i don't know yeah microsoft has no idea what they're doing whenever they name a new console they're like they consider everything except taking away the word xbox
1: or like the one thing that
0: solve all their problems i mean i honestly like where they've landed now yeah. i mean they still have that word xbox that i don't like but sure. uh but the series x and the series s yeah. i like that because hopefully they'll just keep doing that forever so it'll be right. like the series, I don't know, whatever, right. like series and then thing. And right. then now I know it's a new one or whatever. Um, they, don't, they don't even need to have new names. Right. Like, well, it feels like they, that's it, what it they're trying to do. What it feels like what Xbox wants to do now is get into like
1: essentially the equivalent of car manufacturing where it's like, hey, look, there's just a new version every year and yeah, it does not yeah, yeah. it's still the thing. And it's just the 2022 Xbox and it's a 2023 yeah. Xbox and it's just going to
0: always be upgraded. That's what that's what I want. I don't even need I don't even need a subtitle or anything. Just like I go in the store and I say give me the Xbox right. and I just expect it to be the most recent one. Right. Um anyways, now we're just talking about the Xbox sure. launch. Um let's talk about uh Halo and uh Bungie, the developer. Yeah. Um very famous uh game studio. Um they were even famous really before this. They had um some hit first-person shooter games on the Mac, mm-hmm. uh the Marathon series, which I've never played. Um, but it looks good yeah um it looks like doom for smarty smarty pants um (laughs) whereas like doom is for for everybody for dumb actually no it's for dumb people but i'm dumb so that's great yeah Uh, marathon looks like a smarty pants like cool guy doom that's what i've always thought about it this is like doom but we read books um and then they also did a uh real-time strategy game called what is it called myth the point is they had made a first-person shooter series and they had also made an rts yeah and they're they were making games mostly for uh the Mac, although I think you could get myth on whatever or whatever whatever the RTS game was. They're working on this RTS with this little guy, uh l- little green guy. I don't even know how long it was an RTS. It was just like a weird idea they had. And then it was gonna be a third person shooter, and then Bill Gates sneaks into Bungie's <laughs> office at night and it's like, Hey, y'all been working for Steve Jobs, but how would you like to join the dark side? And they said yes. They accepted a uh i guess some sort of big bag of money yeah i mean it was a good move on their part boy howdy was and it? then they took this little green guy thing where they had no idea really what they were doing with it and then turned it into uh, a first person shooter that transformed first person shooters uh, on consoles forever right. we're still kind of living in the shadow of this absolutely. game. absolutely yeah all say.
1: anybody has done since then is like modify the equation that yeah. Halo itself has been modified. Like, Halo's in on mm-hmm. it, too, of just like, well, we just, I mean, we did that. And I don't know what you're supposed to do. I don't think there's an expectation that you could do anything different besides just they perfected what a control scheme can do on a console for mm-hmm. for a uh, first-person shooter. Um, the idea, like, I'll, I'll get a slightly technical. The idea, I don't know why we didn't, like, we had controllers with two thumbsticks before this. But, like, yeah. nobody thought to be, like, right thumbstick head, left thumbstick feet.
0: You know, I think it had been thought of before. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure I had played, because he cause had the DualShock uh, right. for the PlayStation 1. Right. And I'm pretty sure I'd played uh, third-person shooters at that point that yeah. had, uh, like, a camera like that, but it just didn't feel great. Right. It's important to say that, I don't know that they necessarily invented anything. Sure. But no, they that, made stuff feel good. Well, and, and, and then, yeah. We're talking, to like you just pointed out, PlayStation, you know, you
1: could get a DualShock for the PlayStation 1, but that's, like... An extra thing, which means PlayStation One games could not be specifically all the time. Like that's not a thing everybody's going to have. Uh, I, I'm the just Doom saying, truck is kind of a special case, Matt. Uh, well, I understand, but my point being, this game's shipping with a new console. And it's mm-hmm. like, that's it. It's all the one package. It's the ease right. of onboarding that makes this important. That's true. Not not the in, intuitive or not, not like the innovation, but the just like, we took the thing that is
0: innovative that other people have probably innovated before us and we made it incredibly easy to grab. Right. But even with this credit, um, we have to talk. A, I feel like because of where this conversation has gone, I have to bring up. That you know the original Xbox controller, the Duke, which oh, I know yeah. some people like, like me, was probably not a smart move, um, right. and then was replaced itself by a smaller, more comfortable controller. Right. I don't mind the Duke. I, I didn't hate movie. it. Yeah. Yeah. And some people love it. Um, I think it's weird to love it. I think it's understandable if you're like it's fine. Yeah. Um, I don't. Like, I genuinely do. I do. I couldn't
1: explain it to you. It's like I. I like other controllers especially for a while I felt like controllers were like too small and i get cramps really easily but the duke it's like it takes up so much of your hand capacity that like <laughs> you can't hold it in a really bad way I mean it it's, yeah. it, it it can only be held one way so whether that's it, it's good or bad it doesn't matter right but it's like I mm-hmm. can't cramp my hand on the duke it's it, that would be like cramping your hand on a basketball
0: right right so yeah big fat controller big 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 controller which they then <laughs> uh, replaced with a smaller one um or uh, eventually that most people preferred um now so we talked a little bit about the xbox a little bit historical stuff i don't really you know this is a game that people know pretty well but um who would like to summarize this game do you want to summarize it or sure yeah it is a space marine game i mean and it
1: it fall literally like we could talk about the plot for a second which is like hey it's the same plot as freaking every space marine thing out there Oh, we're space mm-hmm. marines, and we discovered an ancient piece of technology. And there's there's the aliens we're fighting, but there's maybe there's different aliens that are older, and they were up to something. Hmm, what's that about? Don't know. Won't find out for a long time. Uh, <laughs> that's a that, weird summary. <laughs> that's every space game, and I don't. I, they you you find you find yourself you crash on a ring planet. It's just a big ring, which means it was constructed, and you're like, "Why? Well, who built this thing?" We'll find out next time on Halo. Um, yeah. So, but the game itself is um a i mean it's a first person shooter that dips into the like the alien gun stuff right so that's the big thing it's borrowing from like the quake doom stuff is like later you would get big entries of call of duty where it's like hey these are all real tactical guns and this is like wow this is the crazy plasma rifle and this is the goofy needle like it's all about the weird guns uh that sort of change up the gameplay as you go throughout
0: I would, I would add on a little bit to that to say that, um, they took, um, the 90s kind of first person style of lots of different guns and weapons, but they're all kind of like silly and very over the top. And they kind of took all those one step down, yes. one step closer to practical, mm-hmm. to pragmatic in it's some way. It's not
1: Unreal Tournament with just like the wackest no. weapons you've ever seen. It's like, well, the plasma rifle is a laser version of an assault rifle. They're like the yeah. same. Thing. It's it's that kind of mentality where there's like, oh, there's maybe a hook to each weapon, but it's not like this crazy behemoth thing that you operate in a wild way.
0: Totally. Um, and as far as like the gameplay itself, um, it is, I mean, we've sort of already said it, but it, it is a first person shooter, um, where you play as, uh, a character called the master chief, mm-hmm. um, who, uh, is just some guy in a suit and the suit <laughs> gives him special powers, including a shield that soaks damage and then recharges. Yeah. Um, this is the earliest example I know of uh where we get into the modern game thing of your health recharges now what's weird about halo is that there's there's the shield that recharges and then there's your health bar underneath it right. Something they would uh, later and, abandon. This is like the only right. entry.
1: This one, you do have a separate health bar that goes down after your sure. shields go down. But it kind of it is almost non negligible because with the right gun, once your shield is gone, it's one shot and you're dead.
0: But yeah, so, so we've got kind of recharging health. Um, we've got first person shooting. We've got m- uh, multiple guns. Um, there's kind of a a couple different layers to the approach as far as this is a first person shooter game Um, we've got your different guns we have uh grenades of two different types yeah um you can hit people you can just punch them um and then also the big big thing is um these kind of large sprawling vehicle sections uh to the game this is in single player and in multiplayer um where you can drive around there's like four Three or four different vehicle types. There's yep. a tank, there's a warthog, which is just like a jeep that multiple people can ride in. Um, there's like a futuristic kind of hover bike type uh feels like a jet ski on land. <laughs> oh yeah, it's like a jet ski. And then there's like a flying vehicle and, and I feel like that's kind of all that's what Halo's got. Is yeah. all the I just kind of named it all the mechanics right, right there. You can jump too. Well, there's also jumping. The
1: the thing too is so like the campaign, you know, you have in interior non-vehicle levels, and then you have the good levels, which are the exterior <laughs> vehicle levels. Uh, and then crossing over to this is also, I would say, uh, a big entry. I mean, the, the things have been done before, but especially for console, this is like a notable point when there's like, hey, there's a single player that people like, but there's also multiplayer that people are going to go nuts for like i mean this is also the echoes of your doom and your quake and all of that um so by this point it is kind of you you have you it's a requirement to have multiplayer if you have a first person shooter that's what people really want to get into or whatever right um but this is this is before online this is right before online so the multiplayer component is kind of it's there and it's great and most of us that grew up in the right time period played a lot of it But it wouldn't be weird if uh, you were like a, I don't know, a younger person and had never played Halo 1 or something. And and you started with Halo 2 or whatever, because that's when online became a thing. But the multiplayer is also distinct, and there are some smaller maps that are very clearly on-foot skirmishes. And then there's huge, sprawling maps where the point is more about getting in vehicles and finding spots. And if anything, too, I would say... You have your death matches, but then there's a huge popularity of the variant type of games in Halo. Capture the Flag, King of the Hill, stuff like the thing they call Oddball, Mm -hmm. which is basically just like protect uh, an item that you hold and run around with. And those extra game modes, I would say, are the ones that really flourish on the big, huge vehicle maps. There are legendary maps. From Halo notably there's one map called blood Gulch that it's just this like absolutely iconic map in the multiplayer and it is iconic because it's just big enough for vehicles and just small enough where you still get into these tight little skirmishes all the time and it's it's that constant blend of back and forth between like drive from base to base but then once you get in the base it's all about tight corners and you know little little combats
0: yeah it's all it's all stuff that probably sounds fairly standard for any mm-hmm. first person shooter at this point um and maybe even at the time sounded standard to uh people that might be you know somewhat older than me and you matt right that had been playing a lot of uh quake and especially unreal tournament i feel like it borrowed a lot from unreal tournament as far as the multiplayer goes um uh but it was introducing it to a whole new
1: class of people because because pc gaming especially at that time that was like right around i mean like video cards weren't completely standard yet i think this was like the beginning of video cards really starting to end up in computers and like make your computer cost a lot more and it's like doom was right before that right doom is like well hey any computer is gonna you're gonna throw this thing on there and you're gonna play it and so i feel like this was the breaking point of pc gaming was becoming too expensive which means it was pushing people out of first person shooters and halo pulled them back in
0: i i that might be fair to say i don't know i i don't have my there's some timing perfect, yeah, but, yeah yeah, yeah. I, I could very point- easily be proven wrong the important part is that this was bringing um, the multiplayer first-person shooter experience to a new audience, yeah. um, and a bigger audience, and a dumber audience. <laughs> and hey, <laughs> hey, it's me. I'm a dumb guy. Welcome. Um, do we want to get personal? Is yeah. it time to talk about our personal experiences so. with this game? We yeah. share. This is this is an episode where Hunter and I share personal experience for
1: the most yeah. part. Uh, where we we were in high school, um, and I think. I think Halo is most popular amongst the people who were, like, in college during these years, right? This is, like, the perfect college game where it's, like, everybody in your dorm comes over. Because the thing about Halo, like we said, it's not online yet. So the only way you're playing multiplayer is four tvs with four xboxes and four people (laughs) on each one all cramming into like a single small little room together to play it right you can do up to 16 players in these multiplayer matches but you're all relegated to four tvs it's not until halo 2 where it's like hey you could have 16 tvs and do this but the LAN party i mean i grew up not knowing what a LAN party was i knew what a halo party was if that tells you what kind of people this was bringing into this world that all sorts of other people already knew about but console idiots like me didn't didn't know anything about this but we had land parties uh at least once a month
0: for the better part of two years i would say throughout high school yeah i mean i would say hey so halo was before that though right halo was like we got to a point where land parties were happening um we would do like a friday night halo land halo party right and then a saturday night uh pc party is like where we ended up and and we started doing that like a lot that was almost every weekend towards the end of of high school but early even early on uh like i would say our sophomore year yeah we were already meeting up weekly to just do halo right you know like it was it was happening um a lot a lot yeah it was it just felt like kind of a revolutionary thing yeah um, for us because I think we were just like the right age for this to be the right perfect you have nothing better on going on, which means you can spend literally every waking
1: moment like every moment you're not in school is like, well, I'm probably getting ready to play Halo then because I don't right. have anything else to do. I'm not an important person yet <laughs> with a job or anything.
0: Yeah and we I mean we we loved it and we even after Halo 2 came out, we would land this game. yes we would go back yeah. to Halo one and be like, we're just gonna play halo one tonight right um and yeah we had had like a group of friends that we all played with uh together i would say me and matt were kind of both uh as far as the skill curve yeah on the lower end of it compared to some of our friends a lot of our friends were really really good at halo um we were, you know, team players. You know, me and Matt. Yeah. We were support. There to play we support. Good. There to. Hey,
1: who? You, you need somebody to hold the flag? I can do that <laughs> for you. I'll hold the flag, and you all protect me, and I'll go from their base to our base with the flag, so that you don't have to watch me use the pistol. Because that's it takes. Boy, y'all can do that in three shots. That sure is impressive. But it takes me a mighty fine more. I tell you. <laughs> oh man. I got to
0: give it a lot of goes. You know, we got to. I got to ask everybody to take breaks. You're telling so me if you can... hit them
1: in the head. It, kills him faster now that's my something. shooting my shooting hand gets tired all right i need a break for my shooting hand this is a bad characterization uh because actually this is this is how my character would be at the land party fuck god fucking acts, whatever fine but crash crowns, grunge grumble crumble <laughs> oops he broke another controller whoops <laughs> sorry sorry everybody sorry i'm gonna it's go true. stand in the <laughs> other room gonna, it's true gonna, it's real I'm just gonna leave
0: um <laughs> That was just like a microcosm of our, and we, I, I, I also want to mention, like, we became friends because of this game, Matt. Yeah. Like The only reason this show I mean,
1: exists is because of Halo, which yeah, is weird to this, say now, because now, now I think it it Halo is was like a broy thing, but it's like, this was a definitive. This was a defining characteristic of my Dude, life. Dude, everybody loved Halo. Yeah. Okay? Exactly. Everybody loved it, right. so. No matter what um, it later became, Halo 1 was a was a freaking lightning in a bottle.
0: Yeah zeitgeisty it, it was it was a very very fun game very very defining video game experience yeah. uh from the youth to um, talk the reason i could be wrapped up in it too
1: because i would get so mad at this game but there was still <laughs> always that lure of like but it doesn't you know it doesn't matter how that, that you're that bad because it's not like Later on, we would play a lot more Super Smash Brothers and we would like 1v1 Super Smash Brothers. And it's like, if you're bad, you're bad. Like that, I would get so much more mad at this. But Halo was still in this sweet spot of like, I would get pretty mad. But at the end of the day, I'm just a member of this team trying to capture your flag. That's it. Right. When we would play other game types where it's like, hey, Slayer, it's all it's deathmatch and you got to get your kills. And if you don't, you suck. Those I couldn't really handle very well. But at the time, we were playing a lot of goofy stuff. And not only that, we'll get more into this, but like Halo was also you. We were playing it so much that it's like it's not even about playing the game that Halo provided. It started to become like, what can I this is the only thing I play, but I want to I want to break it in every way I can dream up i want to do everything i want to touch every piece of this environment how if i if i push myself against this wall in just the right way at the right speed i can get up on top of the level it's that kind of stuff of just like all you're doing is playing this game constantly
0: yeah i mean that's totally fair i think halo definitely uh took hold and was the primary game yeah or like a period of time uh yeah i mean definitely if you're like i'm trying to find some weird glitches in this game like you're pretty deep into the game yeah like you're now making up your own game inside this game there was something about halo that um like had that special aspect to it where it kind of made you think of more stuff like it would it would make you imagine what halo could be right you know even more so than just what it was now um And I don't know if it was like because of how old we were, but I felt like the sequel to Halo was hotly anticipated, Mm -hmm. I think because it was a great game and people just always want more of a good thing, but also because there was something about Halo that kind of like inspired you a little bit to think about how games were going to be in the future. Right. Um, And it's funny because I think Halo came out and I was like, wow this is this feels like a leap for me yeah and then come to find out the more i learn about game history it's not so much a leap so much as it was a refinement it yes. was like a right here's this in a new place and done well um and then you know when i got it i was like well i wonder what games are going to be like you know 10 20 years from now and i think when you think of first person shooters i'm not really sure we've gotten that much further away no. from this game we like, really you know haven't. What i mean like i've I feel like we're in the same spot, yeah. basically. We absolutely
1: have not evolved much past Halo since... Combat evolved, and then it stopped. Let me tell you. <laughs> that was the end of it. Um, the other thing... I mean, Halo was like a lifestyle to, for me. there, there Because it went beyond... This was when... This was like the peak of what's known as machinima. So the, there's like a whole cultural thing that happened. Everybody knows this. But I, I feel like it is worth pointing out if we're going to talk about like the historical impact of Halo, which is like, hey... Halo made us have Red versus Blue. Uh, so that whole company, Rooster Teeth oh, yeah, Incorporated, yeah. started a, a show that they filmed inside of Halo, and this was a thing that was... B- done maybe a little bit but like this became a popular web series an incredibly popular web series that went on to have like nine or ten or more seasons or whatever um yeah i'll tell you this much what's cooler than red versus blue is a little show called fire team charlie and you should check that the ftc was where the cool kids hung out and i matt i never... don't even think i know if this is for nobody <laughs> can this is, people this is... even
0: watch that at this point no probably not watch
1: that <laughs> oh they yeah, no no they, they they can it's it's available on youtube but it regardless um the point was that this was like a a cultural touchstone that hit way bigger like even if you can be like well quake was better it's like i you know maybe probably but it wasn't as big as halo yeah halo like hunter keeps using the word zeitgeist like it is very hard to explain how many people all were playing halo at the same time in these like Mm -hmm. this like five-year window this was it. This was the game. This is the game everybody played. I think
0: we should say more positive things about like why. Yeah, sure. Like wh- like why? Why, why, did, this, why did this capture the zeitgeist? Um, first of all, I think uh, it had um, enough texture mm-hmm. uh, as in uh, music and good art direction. Even if I know people say this game doesn't look good by today's standards, uh, which I mean, how could it? It's yeah. like pretty old. Right. Like 20 years old now. Um, which is like why I think it's a good time to be talking about this series because it's been a while. Um, But the art direction is, I think, uh, very uh, smart and it does its job, uh, even if you can tell that some parts of the game were made really fast. There's lots of big slabs of just gray, you know, here and there. Um, But there's a lot of really good atmosphere and the music is very, very good. Right. Um and the the story is uh I believe the word is serviceable. Like right. the, the story is enough there to where you feel like there's some reason for you to be doing what you're doing. Sure. Um it doesn't bother you that often, the right. story. I'll tell yeah, you that it's much. Not it not your face. Leaves it to you. And
1: the campaign is fun like with or without the story, and the story at least keeps you going from piece to piece or whatever. Right. But the campaign, let's talk about kind of specifically the single player then and let's sort of evaluate it a bit. Yeah, yeah. There are highs and lows of that campaign for sure. Yeah, um sure. I think there's plenty of people who will say no, the whole thing's great. I love it. Even even the library, which is like this very well-known uh incredibly monotonous uh level. Um but like we said earlier, there's these huge sweeping vehicle sections that I feel like are the like legendary parts of the game. And then the rest of it is like Mm -hmm. a pretty good shooter. Like, and, and I think what makes it work so well too is before this, the main first person shooters I can think of have enemy types that do really, really similar things. Um, like, it's just like, this is the enemy that does this. Like, Hunter and I have also been playing Quake. Quake is next week's episode. And the yeah, enemies... Yeah. In Qu- now, Quake is a number of years before this. I accept that. But the Quake yeah. enemies do more or less the exact same thing every single time you encounter them. And Halo has this quality of like, well, there's like five or six enemy types, but depending on what weapon that enemy is also holding, they can change how they maneuver. So it feels like you could come up against like the same little encounter room and and have a different way to get through it every single time.
0: Uh yeah, I totally agree with that. Also the the AI in general is more complex mm-hmm. um than than yeah, the kind of like Doom Quake style stuff where um that I do think the especially for the time it's amazing how smart the enemies are in Quake and Doom. For sure. But there is a dynamic relationship between um the enemies in Halo that was revolutionary the way that like, let's take uh, there is a very simple enemy in halo called a grunt. It's a very short, goofy, little, not scary, not threatening yeah. enemy very easily um, defeated. Uh, the way that they act in the game is so iconic right. to me that you could reskin them, uh, completely change all of the art around the game And then put that in a completely different game, and I would see them do their thing. If if the AI is the same, I could... I'm not joking in saying that I could totally be like, that's a grunt. It's like, it's acting like a grunt right now from Halo. They just have such a specific um, way of behaving. Uh, But it's still very dynamic. They do, you know, they get scared, they run away, uh, they... they like will yell at you right. uh they they are more confident when they're accompanied by other grunts or uh, elites which are the um the enemies that are like on a higher level they're like their commanders yeah um there's a lot of really cool stuff happening with the enemy ai um and i don't want to overstate it as if it's like some brilliant genius thing but it's well done and i had never seen that before exactly. And it kind of like gets into your brain in a way that makes me feel like, you know, I wish other games had AI that had this much specific identity to it. Like sometimes maybe um, in games we play in uh, the modern day, the modern era, the AI might be a lot better but maybe not so, like, specific that it kind of feels like it has its own quirks to it. Right. Like, the AI, the enemy AI in Halo has, like, an identity to it, which is interesting, and actually might be a weakness of it. Like, I've, I feel like if a game designer was here, they might say, like, well, that's not what you want. You want, like, the enemy AI to behave in this complex, very good way to make the player do certain things or whatever. But I don't know. I think I think it's cool that I can, like, so much anticipate their behavior but also they do whatever you know what i mean like they're just doing their own thing well the Uh, the notable point point of that
1: is when you get later in the game you end up uncovering sections and and rooms where there are multiple warring factions and you can literally watch them fight a different thing that's not you and that this isn't the first time that's been done either but to see these like very very distinct characters like acting in the way they do against a different kind of opponent is like deeply interesting and and like yeah. told more story than the cinematics in the storyline did like oh you, totally you, you
0: felt more a part of every moment because of all of that stuff to sit to say some bad things about the game sure. like i mean the story is the scenario is fine like that you that the characters find themselves in and i think it's interesting enough the story is uh, i mean I think anytime there is a cutscene, i my brain kind of like goes numb and right. it is kind of surprising how much story comes into focus in this series as right. we go forward right um because uh I think that what was good about the story elements of Halo was the scenario and not necessarily um the characters or um I don't know like just like the the context it was just kind of like it's interesting that. We're kind of in this guerrilla warfare situation and we're kind of stranded. I like that aspect of it. Anytime there are characters talking to each other, I'm just like, yeah, whatever. Let's move forward. I don't don't care. Halo 1 is unique in the series where it's the
1: one I played over and over and over again, the single player. Halo 2, I have probably played the single player twice in my whole life, maybe three times. Mm -hmm. Halo 1, I have played dozens of times. Um, yeah, we just recently were replaying it. And, and if we want to get into some recon- recent experience stuff, I'm flabbergasted at how short it was, it felt so much longer. Like, this is the impact yeah. it put on my teenage brain is like, it felt so much grander and so much bigger in every single waking moment of the game that playing it right. the other day was just like, oh, we're d- that's it. That was the whole that was the whole level. I felt so much bigger and longer last time. It's like, I think there was a certain level of. When it was new, you were still, like, exploring every nook and cranny, too. And, like, do. It. Right. And now we're just kind of, like, sprinting through it. We know the levels from, by, like, the back of our hand. And it's just, like, it feels like nothing now. But definitely at the time, it felt like this big, huge, grandiose thing that, like what I was saying, it's not like I was invested in the story of Master Chief and Cortana. But I did care about the world, the ring yeah. world, and, like, being there in the moment felt really, really uh, captivating.
0: Yeah, I think it's um because this is kind of in a little pocket of like, you know, this is after the kind of 90s classics that have had defined what a first person shooter was. But it's before um, the original Call of Duty uh, and other games started doing this, too. But the idea of like scripted events. Yeah. Like this is some sort of planned specific thing that happens the same way every time and sort of guides you into a specific uh set of things happening um that sort of exists in halo but it's so thin it's like barely there it'll just be like the camera will cut to something it'll be like oh there's a guy with a electric sword thing and (laughs) he'll be there so that's it that's your scripted event everything else is like kind of emergent it's just the ai is set up like this you walk into it and then the AI starts doing stuff in right. response to the things you're doing. And who knows what dumb, weird stuff might happen. And there's something about that setup that kind of, especially a younger person that has a lot of free time, you could just like replay scenarios over and over and just see what silly stuff can happen. I remembered in this recent playthrough um, that I used to play, um, so there, you have AI... Uh, teammates at various points in halo Uh, they just like pop up now and again they're not constant and they're not even important mechanically um and they're also really stupid they basically don't they can't really do anything um uh and uh i used to play the game and i would put on myself The idea that i had to keep them all alive yeah and it was like a fun challenge for myself because like i said they're really dumb yeah so every time one would die i'd be like no 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 No, not my buddy no none (laughs) of my buddies can die they're all coming with me to the end of the level (laughs)
1: My, my challenge in playing the campaign was what surface can I jump on top of that the game didn't want me to jump on top of? That's yeah. the game I play. Con- or like, hey, you didn't want me to drive my car into this area, but I'm going to get my car in there by gum. Uh, yeah. the, the only thing that matters to me is getting the vehicles where they're not supposed to be.
0: Honestly, it has like this perfect level of polish to it to me where it's like got goofy, dumb stuff that was clearly just kind of left in there. Yeah. Like Just like silly, like, oh, you can walk up this Way up high. Right. For no particular reason. Just because. So because there's still silly weird stuff left in. You kind of. Do kind of feel like messing with it because it feels like you're like breaking the rules a little For bit sure yeah I mean I think that is like the defining characteristic
1: to Halo to me and why I never got into Call of Duty because to me stuff like Call of Duty became so much about the the match the matchmaking the online you got to get good at the matchmaking and this is the map and you got to learn all the ins and outs of the map to me and the reason I'm probably not very good at Halo is like it I never thought of it that way like it just everything I let everything stay dynamic. Rather than like yeah. learning the perfect ins and outs of right. every single thing. It's just like, no, I just, this time on the map, I want to grab the warthog and I'm going to try to go around this way and get over there or whatever. Um, yeah you just they, wanted to goof around with it, right. is what you were doing right yeah. and the game invites that because like you said like there's these characters these dumb grunt characters that all they do is just like I'm a basic I'm, I'm Wario like I'm just this dumb little <laughs> thing running around and you're you just bop them on the head because it feels funny to do that like it's funnier to not waste ammo on them and smack them on the head with your pistol and oh, like yeah it it's not even though the storyline is taking itself seriously in the cinematics in the gameplay it's never taking itself that seriously
0: no it's goofing around Around. it's having a yeah. good time i mean the the you know so often when we, we were playing uh co-op we uh of this game together on our on our twitch uh you should come hang out uh twitch.tv slash space beast turtles yeah. uh because we do it on the other show maybe we'll get our own twitch for the show i don't know but um we were playing co-op today and you kept accidentally running me over yeah <laughs> and it was very easy to do but it's just like there's so much comedy in yeah. just the like awkwardness of trying to play this game together, where like there's you know stuff blowing up constantly. You you're always kind of messing each other up, and I don't know. It just like it has this levity to it yep. that I wish had kind of stuck around, right? Because we're going to talk about this game as a series. Yep. Um. We'll be doing uh more Halo games as we go, uh, leading up to the release of. Halo Infinite, which is a game that we're going to talk about on this show, but I don't even know if it will be good or worthwhile yeah, or anything. Know. I mean, Halo is in a weird has been in a weird place for a long time. And I think there are some problems that kind of spring up immediately. So like what I think about this game is that it was made quickly. Yeah. But they had the right they had the right machine for what they needed to do and they had the right um, amount of I guess just polish put into it. But it's kind of goofy. It kind yeah. of feels unfinished in places. That's really interesting to me. And then the fact that the music is as good as it is <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> with everything else I just said makes no sense. It yeah. makes zero sense. Yeah, that's that's very what a true. weird. Great game. Yeah, yeah. it's uh, so I feel like
1: we're getting to the witching hour where we have to figure out all we've oh, done is like have a little nostalgia fest here. And we have to put on we got to put away put away our rose colored glasses and like we got to get down to business and decide where Halo Combat Evolved fits in this ranking of ours. Okay, it's ranking time without us letting too much of like I had more fun than I ever had as a youth with this. This is the most fun I ever had is this video game. Yes. So, I can but but I'm not going to be able to sit here and be like, "What's well, the best video game ever?" That that is 100% obviously not true. <laughs> like I can nah. look at a lot of blemishes on this thing and uh, a lot of weird issues that were later fixed or whatever, um, ways that it's not, like we said already, it's not even, like, this major innovative thing. It's just, like, kind of nailing the things it needed to nail that hadn't been done right. so well yet. But it's not like they came up with anything. They didn't They didn't write anything new for this.
0: Right. Right. And, yeah, the campaign is really short. And even within that campaign, there's, like, you know, a kind of padding feeling when it comes to the yeah. art sometimes. Right. Some of the environments are really boring compared to other right. um, environments. And sometimes the... The uh the scenarios that you find yourself in are also kind of repetitive at times that, too. That, so
1: we talked about the library There's a whole level where you literally do like the exact same thing. I feel like yeah. six times in a room that's big gray slash tan walls with no features in them. Like it but, is. It's the penultimate. Or, I mean, it's it's the ultimate. Like look how boring Halo. Is. Like if you hate halo if you just have this like hatred in your heart for halo it's like be that would be your perfect evidence of like look how dumb and bad this level is obviously this is a bad video game
0: yeah but at the same time i don't know i think it's the perfect amount of of polished not polished (laughs) i think it's like i think of halo like people i feel like kind of like they uh when when they talk about halo in a historical context i feel like they have a tendency to sort of immortalize it or make it like this like like special perfect thing i think of it more like an accidental masterpiece oh yeah, and i don't sure. even think they understood no to, th- to the extent they were nailing it because it's that type of thing where it, it kind of came out wrong yeah but perfect i think somehow. the name i think the name itself tells
1: you that that's what the case is because think about how many dumb bad launch titles there are where it's like the legacy of tricks iron under shadow it's like a weird colon thing right and this is halo combat evolved and then by halo 2 it's like oh wait this is a serious game that people like it's just called halo 2 it's not it's not halo 2 the war wages onward like it's but but the the first one isn't just called halo it's it had to have some dumb hokey name because they're like i don't know it's a launch title leave me alone dude this is just a thing we made Oh, what? Yeah, it's yeah, amazing
0: yeah. and perfect. Like everyone loves it. Uh-oh. Time to invest real dollars into it, I guess. I think accidental masterpiece is like where I'm where I'm sitting with yeah, it. Like yeah. that's I think I I think there are individual parts you could cut out and be like, "Well, this is really good on its own, but adding it up together, it is a mixture of things that are nailed perfectly and then like kind of janky yeah. that then somehow makes it more perfect." It's like if you had a perfect soup but then you added bad ingredients to the soup yeah then somehow that actually just like worked with the flavor in a way that made it more interesting and more unique so Um, where do we
1: where do we let's put the i want to put like a breaking point in our list which it i'm just splitting it in half mass effect two and higher well hold up hold up before you before we go any further yeah me the list the list what is so what far is which someday list? we will not be able to just overview the whole list but we're still in the right. realm where we can number yes. one super mario brothers three number two hyper light drifter okay number three crusader oh. kings three number four mass effect two number five outrun number six mass effect one and number seven war of the monsters so okay. i want to put i want to put the breaking point in between mass effect two and outrun is this five or lower or is this four or higher to you? Uh, gu- gu- to me, four or higher. Yeah, that, so I'm there too. So I feel like we can already rule out it is at least at at least going to be higher than Outrun on this list.
0: Yeah, totally.
1: So let's work our way up from there. So so last week we talked about Mass Effect Two. I was a little sick boy with low energy. We didn't get to talk about Mass Effect Two with nearly as much fervor as we're talking about Halo Two or Halo One. Halo One, but yeah. but. Between the two, where do, you, where, where do you fall? I know where I fall with this one. It's kind of easy for me the more we've delved
0: into it. But yeah, I'm curious I mean, if you're in the same. It's definitely better than, than Mass Effect 2. Can we yeah, break that Halo. down
1: at all? I mean, is it worth kind of dissecting so, w- what it is that's hitting so hard for us right now?
0: So Halo, yeah, I think it's because Halo is something that took a genre of game, first-person shooters, and brought it... To us, with this kind of uh, specific, good, solid feel, yep. uh, and also we could appreciate every like part of this game. Like mm-hmm. we touched every little bit and was just like, "Ooh, there's that. There. Ooh, look at this. It's they did they they messed up over here, and I'm right. going to experience the mess <laughs> up, and I love that part of it." Whereas Mass Effect Two is a giant, ambitious uh, RPG. Um, I would not call it the defining Western RPG, Mm-mm. whereas you could, I wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily call Halo the defining RPG, but I do feel like games, first person shooters still live in the shadow of this game yeah. in a way that Western RPGs do not live in the shadow of Mass Effect 2. No, absolutely. That is not, yeah. that is not something that is happening. Definitely. Um, Halo 1, I think changed uh, games as a landscape and also Um, artistically. So yes, I do think it is better than Mass Effect 2. So then we have to put it up against Crusader Kings 3. Our big
1: argument for Crusader Kings 3 actually sounds somewhat similar to this, which Mm -hmm. is like Crusader Kings Mm -hmm. 3 is really refining and turning the dials to the perfect setting on all of these things that Paradox and Grand Strategy games have been doing for a long time.
0: So we have to decide now if Halo (laughs) does that better. I think Crusader Kings three wishes it was like its desire is to be the halo of grand strategy games. Right. But I do not think that it, it that does. does that. It's equivalent of that. It will be, I mean, listen, this would be a stupid conversation to be like, well, which one is more culturally relevant? Sure. Um, Cause obviously it's halo. Yeah. Like there's right. no way Crusader Kings three can't even do that. But to the extent that Crusader Kings is trying to be the loudest yeah. grand strategy game that like gets other, like random people into it. I feel like it has not succeeded in that in the same way no. uh, that Halo was like this cultural force. So right. I personally don't. I I personally would say that it's better than Crusader Kings yeah. three.
1: I think it's my job to to talk about Hyperlight Drifter versus Halo one here. Well, I
0: mean, it can go no further. I mean, the arguments <laughs> no. have been okay, made but here, before.
1: Here, here's the thing. I mean, we can we can continue to talk about this like it's a defining piece of its genre. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like people that wouldn't know anything about video games, and if you were like first person shooter, you know how like sometimes we think of a term as like, oh, well, it's obvious what it is, but someone would, on the outside would be kind of like, wait, let me, I have to break that down for a second of what that means. I feel like you could ask someone is, hey, like you could ask my aunt. Is Halo One a first person shooter? Be like, oh yeah, definitely. Halo One a first person shooter, yeah, because that's that game. That's the everybody knows what that is. The
0: green guy with the gun. Yeah, <laughs> the green guy with the gun. Right. And oh, you know what we, we what? Another negative we could have said in the negative part. Mm. I think Master Chief sucks. Oh, it's the sucks. worst name ever and the worst character. <laughs> He's ever. He's such a dork. Yeah, nothing He's is good about flippin him. Such a flipping dork,
1: man. Yeah. yeah. So the the story is less engaging than Hyperlight Drifter to me as a like thing, but. The playing of Halo, I would say, is just as vibrant in the, like, kind of explore, Ooh, let me kind of peek under that. Like, Hyper Light Drifter is doing that same idea of what I do with Halo, and Halo didn't even, like, specifically require I do that, but absolutely invited me in of, like, hey, you see that ledge you could jump on top of? Go see what's up there. See if there's anything up there. And that's something yeah. you, they lean into much more later in the series. They start to hide little Easter eggs all over, but Halo 1 is why they decided to do that. And, again, it's out of laziness, but, like, perfectly placed laziness. Like, they nailed it with the things they decided not to, to polish and clean up. Um, so, like, the idea that you can get on all these weird surfaces and, and go places and explore the world in the multiplayer or the single player, I think tracks. Like, I, I think it's still fun, um, even though the game's not specifically saying it's very important that you go and explore all of these environments. Um, yeah, nah. They made it big enough to do that anyways, basically. Yeah. Um, And then they just left stuff in that they shouldn't have. I know (laughs) it's
0: hilarious. I don't, I it's such a dumb thing to give it praise for but like well I'm, that's why i said that's that's why my whole line with this game is accidental masterpiece yeah, it, it, it was absolutely not is. not everything great about halo was on purpose right in my opinion it feels like it wasn't all on purpose right but we all um, learned from it you know
1: what i mean like even microsoft and halo learned from halo one of like oh wait that works so let's lean into that even more for future totally. games or whatever um i don't feel weird at all putting this above Hyperlight drifter
0: i have i have uh, an argument to make okay so Hyperlight drifter is my best friend's second favorite game <laughs> and i i i don't know i don't i It doesn't sit right with me you, you know? know what your best friend's favorite game is apparently halo today and i feel really <laughs> good about it man i don't know it changes like the wind <laughs> uh i will say this uh to go back to per- personal cuz because it's all it always gets the the way the list works right now is once we get to hyperlight drifter it gets personal sure i think halo if i was doing a of just my own top 100 games list i think halo would make it yeah which makes me feel a little bit better than hyperlight about drifter. putting it above hyperlight drifter <laughs> right. but only a little bit yeah. because well, personal personal flavor wise i'm not even sure it would to be sure, honest sure in a personal list there wouldn't even be a lot of first-person shooters there at all. Yeah. And I think only Doom and Half-Life 2 have like a, it. like, VIP card. Right. And it's just they're getting in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A Halo, if I'm being honest, though, I probably would have to put it in right. uh, a, a list of 100 because it was there and it was important to me. And this is a personal list that me and you are making yeah. that applies to other people. Sure. So I think if someone listened to this and they're like, ugh, Halo... As the number two game, even for a minute, even for a second. Right. What they're not realizing is that this is a personal selfish list that they have to accept as the truth now. Yep because that's how this show works definitely you have no choice listener <laughs> the list is foisted upon you exactly. and you cannot deviate from it <laughs> and you must sit there and listen to us and accept these as new truths even if it has to do specifically with when we were baby children we playing video write games the almanac. We write the almanac and you do nothing. You're lazy, <laughs> worthless, good for nothing. You sit there and you take it. We tell you the list. We dictate it to you, and you have no choice. The second best game of all time is Halo Combat Evolved because it can't be better than Super Mario Brothers 3. That's ridiculous. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Okay, Hunter, okay. put your clothes on,
1: and let's let me <laughs> let me say my little thing here. My last bit is if I in our third episode said hey hyperlight drifter like is kind of like my second favorite game of all time what that means which i'm willing to allow myself a lot of recency bias like in my own Mm -hmm. personal things like hey i like that more than the old one because it's improving on the old one like i'm very open to that kind of dialogue and so for me hyperlight drifter is like a recent thing that struck me very very hard and and like almost re-invited me back into video games in a way i'd been falling out of for a long time and that's why i hold it in so much esteem um halo absolutely did the same thing when i was 15 yeah and to a much larger degree like it it got me so much more into gaming for the next 10 years or whatever um than anything else at the time so like if that's what i'm what i've been judging
0: hyperlight drifter off of halo one gets the exact same accolade totally totally and i want to say this um because i think what i like about halo getting the number two spot is that i can start because of that being there i think i can just now because hyperlight drifter was like driving me nuts right but uh but now i can look at it like this well, there's like a hundred games between Halo yeah. and Super Mario Bros. Exactly. 3. There's like a hundred games <laughs> in between there. Like, <laughs> Halo is not... Halo is a great game. Yeah. But there's like a hundred games, I think, that's yeah. probably better than Halo. For sure. You know? The Where problem is, is Drifter, we just have like There's like 10,000 games better than Hyper yeah. Light Drifter. Sure. Like 10, maybe 100,000 games <laughs> okay. better than well. Hyper Light Drifter. <laughs> but now, finally, something was able to break through the hyperlight drifter wall and now it's a, now we're now it's everything's chill Now that's great yeah now I, it's great i uh
1: i feel very good about i feel like someone out there is going to be like oh my god you guys are such such idiots for putting halo so high but i think they just don't realize like you're saying i don't care how many things there are to come that have to be put uh, i mean i spoiler i don't i i don't f- i feel like halo 2 is going to have to go higher than halo 1 i don't know i have no, no idea you don't think no. so man there's weird. No that's way, gonna be a dude. weird that's gonna be a weird conversation
0: no way dude like if halo is something that like everybody and their grandma is like oh yeah halo that's a good game halo 2 is like a very controversial yeah. like that's I, I would i would say if, if halo 1 is the golden boy uh, that he has flaws but everybody loves him regardless. Halo 2 like smokes cigarettes at 13 and he's wearing a leather jacket <laughs> and he needs to take those sunglasses off. <laughs> and he's like, I did I did something first too. It was a big deal the whole like online thing it was like you shut up you. You're not you're not everything. You're not okay
1: cracked up to be. A,
0: a grown man got a tattoo of my release date on his arm. It's like, well, that was dumb. <laughs> that was that they did that. That was a huge
1: mistake. All right. Halo, Halo 2 is like a college student discovering Kurt Vonnegut
0: for the first time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just to be clear, it's not going to be a Halo 2 hate fest. We have a lot of really positive memories of Halo 2 as well. Sure. But I do not think that Halo 2 is going to crack Halo, Halo. 1. No, not at all. That's fair. Uh, Last week, we promised Quake,
1: um, but we goofed up the order, and so Quake's going to be next week. I don't think we even did promise Quake last week. I think we we wisened up. No, we We we, did, but we we goofed specifically last week to say it, so... uh, Oh. Regardless, Quake is next week, because we're recording it tomorrow, so... (laughs) We're, we're yeah, going to have well, a quick we'll episode we'll, for you. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. see. I am sick. I need to stop making promises on this stupid show. We're going to be playing yeah. another video game next week. It will be in the top nine games of all time. So thank you very much for joining us. Uh, please send us your thoughts at oldgamersalmanac at gmail.com. Yeah. Uh, check the links for a uh, link to our Discord. It's our Space Cats Peace Turtles Discord, which is really weird right now. But hey, this is a growing show. And guess what you can do to help grow this show is go share it. Send it to people you know and love. Uh, re- retweet us on the Twitter old gamers pod uh and and get the word out we're trying to get people to know about this show because we're very very excited about it uh it is the rest of our lives it's the new thing that we do until yep. we
0: die so we need people to know about it this we're- is it this is what we got it's it's just it's just this show you know did you like that part where I kind of like freaked out on the audience? That was and fun. I started telling them what was what.
1: It yeah. went on about 15 seconds longer than I thought you were capable of holding that character.
0: You know? Oh, man. I could have gone longer, to be honest. <laughs> I like, once I get in that zone and I start, you know, putting the paint on my face, you know, the blood paint, and I start looking up at the full moon, you yep. know, and my eyes turn, you yep. know? I it's just weird like...
1: how your hair grows like extra fast during that yeah. period of time. Yeah,
0: And it turns bone white. <laughs>
1: Thank y'all for listening to Old Gamers' Almanac. Produced by Hunter Donaldson and Matt Martins. Music by Knight Corey.